Welcome, beautiful soul, to an Intuitive Journey podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Amanda Loren, and you have been welcomed into our sacred space for healing, connection, acknowledgement, and initiation into your unique intuitive nature. My intention for you is through each episode to connect deeper with your highest good and feel more ready to be your intuitive expression. Let's begin. What's up, beautiful people? Hello, hello. How are you all going? Welcome to another episode of an Intuitive Journey podcast. This week, we are joined by the very awesome and beautiful Kiwi girl, Amy Armstrong from Dry But Wet. I am really excited for you to hear about her experiences and how her intuition has guided her into make the biggest decisions of her life, which includes her separation, her sobriety, and how she created her business purely on gut feeling and intuition alone. This conversation has reminded me so much of what I need to do as a business business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a spiritual being, as a human even. And so I am really, really excited for you to really dive into what Amy gets to share with all of us today. Now, Amy is on the mission to create positive and inclusive drinking experiences for all and, and to normalize non-alcoholic drinking in Australia, in New Zealand, and be a part of it worldwide as well. One thing that really led me to speaking to Amy, to being in her circle, is her passion for non-alcoholic beverages. Now, I am a child of, and a grandchild of, and an intergenerational trauma child of alcoholism. And so non-alcoholic living really speaks volumes to me. I don't drink. I have had my bouts of alcohol you know, through my teenage years, through my 20s, and in and out of um, having really bad hangovers and nights in the beginning of my 30s as well. But why I stand tall and strong on my own sobriety is because I know how much it affects me as a person. I know how much it affects my spirituality and my wairua. And of course, it hasn't really been something that I have wanted to dive into purely because I am, like I said, a child of alcoholism, alcohol abuse, and seeing that throughout my entire family. So I really love that Amy is making a stand for non-alcoholic living and that she is bringing to us, to our palates, to our mindsets, to our eyes and to, into our hands, non-alcoholic beverages that, so we can still enjoy the time spent with people without having the temptation of diving into how alcohol can affect us bodily, mentally, you know, emotionally and, and bringing out those wounds and traumas that for me at least, that's what alcohol does for me. She is the non-alcoholic expert in Australia. She is the go-to and I just, I'm excited for you to hear a bit more about who Amy is, what she does and how her sobriety has changed her life along with everything that has come forward from that and in her intuitive way of doing things. So Amy, the floor is yours. I have a new relationship with my intuition. Perhaps I had one a long time ago and I lost it, but I've re just recently come back into contact with it and really have learnt to trust myself a lot more than I ever have in a really, really long time. And this has all begun really with me 
stopping drinking alcohol two, two and a bit years ago. Mm. I mean, I guess my decision to do that was an intuitive decision in a way. But what has happened since then is my whole life has turned upside down and on its head. And that's been because I, I know that I can trust myself and I know that I'm being led and I feel a lot more connected, I guess, to the universe and, and, and the momentum of a life than I ever have been before. I, I, when I was drinking, I often felt so weighed down by so many things, so many external factors, so much guilt, so much uh, stuff that was going on with, within my relationship, my marriage at, at the time as well, that I never knew which way I was coming or going. I was like, I would put all my energy into working super hard. Um, I was so burdened by everything that was being put on me and that I was putting on myself that it was literally just like one foot in front of the other and work my ass off and feeling stuck, being stuck, but not knowing that I was stuck. So I I mean, I I was in a a job that I, I loved for a long time that ended up hating and resenting for at least a good couple of the last years of it before I got the clarity after stopping drinking that this is not for me anymore and I don't want to be doing this and I was able to recognize that I'd never ever ever left a job before in my life unless I was moving (laughs) I'm the sort of person that once they get into something won't quit at, like at all I, I find it very very difficult to quit on anything and I find it very difficult to admit if something's not working so I've literally only ever left a job before if, if I was actually leaving the town <laughs> so to actually be like oh this is job is not for me anymore and I'm actually doing something that I'm extremely passionate about and loving and to be able to trust that that was the right thing to do was really, I think, the first sort of awakening for me of my intuition and and t- mm. taking a leap of faith from that recognition. Recognition. Word, yeah. Recognition. <laughs> recognition. I love it. Recognition. And so when were how, when was that? Like that was a year ago. I mean, that took me a year a year and a half of being sober before I I reached that point. So what what's happened, I guess, with me stopping drinking is it's just been this really gradual unfolding of myself, peeling back layers after layer after layer of stuff that has been pushed down for so long that all of these little pieces have dropped in all along the way and it's just meant that I am able to know myself better and be able to trust in those the voices or the the yeah the voice in my head that is saying this is not right this is not right this is not feeling you're not in alignment I've and and what what that's led to ultimately is me feeling like I'm in total alignment and and being able to recognize when that is happening because things will just thunk 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 into place like incredibly and that that I've never ever felt like that before in my life so just being able to see that witness that happen 
um, with some really big, big life changes, it's just really affirming and I'm really grateful for being able to see that and feel mm. supported in that. The, the other day I saw in the group chat about your podcast episode that you put out for your, your own podcast. And from that message alone, yep. I felt so inspired by you, like incredibly inspired by you. And I would love it if you feel called and if you feel safe to, if you'd like to speak into what it is that you that you shared within that episode that started to really open the eyes of so many people and and have them really see themselves in the experience that you have been in. Even just the recording of that podcast was a big intuitive leap. I had not planned to record that. I was sitting here in my office on a week ago, just being, you know, nothing was happening and all of a sudden I was like, oh, I feel like talking about this now. And so I did. I just grabbed my phone and did it and thought about it and sent it to people and then decided that it was the right thing to do. But what I spoke to in that episode was my sobriety and my separation. I mean, I'm two months in now to my separation from my marriage that was 12 years old in a 16-year-old relationship. And I spoke in that about all the things that I have sort of recognized in myself and recognized in my husband, soon to be ex-husband, that I had not been able to recognize for a long, long time. And it's really only now getting the distance from the relationship that I'm able to see with clarity what was going on for essentially mm -hmm. the whole of the relationship. And that that was that I was in an emotionally manipulative relationship from the get-go and alcohol and my behavior with alcohol was used as a coercive kind of controlling method to keep me small and keep me where he believed I should be. And that was from the, the beginning of the relationship. So being able to unpack all of that was massive. The realization that once, once I stopped drinking and regained my power and removed myself from that cycle of guilt and control, that things really started to unravel within the marriage was a massive eye-opener for me because it just really highlighted how much that control was happening with, with me having absolutely no idea. I, I had no idea. I had no idea how just how gaslit I was the whole, for the whole of the relationship. So to just be able to, like I didn't plan out that podcast, I just sat and did it and to be able to just speak that, speak my truth, put it out there, mm. putting it out there was quite terrifying and to be honest I've had some backlash but I've had a, a lot more positivity come from it. I've had so many women um, reach out to me to say, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story. I I am in a similar situation. I have been in a similar situation um, and recognised myself so much in, in your story was just, it, I mean, it made it all worth it. If I've made some other people uncomfortable at a local level, then it's still worth it because for me, if I had heard someone 
like that who's come out the other side of a, of a relationship that is so coercive, then I may have made the decision to, to leave earlier as well. I might have seen that there's a way, um, a way through and a way out. And I think I managed to present it in a way that was kind of not poor me, but like I've come out of this and I'm okay and like this is a doable thing. I think that that helped as well. It wasn't like I've, you know, I'm a victim and my life is over now. It's, it's, I've come through this and it was hard and it's doable and now things are really on the up and it's just, yeah, been an incredible, a big week. <laughs> a big week. Yeah. But, um, I mean, all of it is sort of just a way of me taking, bringing my, getting my power back, you know? Yeah. Taking back control of my life and my my self assurance and my power. Yeah, my power. I've been I've been powerless for so long. I've been led to believe that I was an evil person for so long. So now I I don't have to believe that anymore. No, that that's hard for like even me to comprehend that someone would think that you're evil. Like I've I've known you for almost a year, and I just think you're the most delightful thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, evil might not be the right word. Evil. I would. I was left. I was expected to carry the burden of everything, and the way of mm. that happening was for me to be made to feel guilty all the time. So if I was guilty, I was then the one who was there had to carry everything. Does that make sense? That's a better word than that's a better way to describe it than evil. But I mean, it got to the point where I did feel pretty evil at times. So, so now I have a bit of a vulnerability hangover. I now know what that means. <laughs> I've been processing all of that this week, and but even though I've had the criticism, it it still feels like it was definitely the right thing to do, and just to be able to assert myself in that and not back down on it, not delete it or not take it down or any of that just feels right. I want to honour you in that decision and in that sovereignty and in the courage to put your foot down and be like, no, this is actually what it is and that's okay. Like it, it was it was your truth and it needed to be heard and I, I commend you so much for that because there are a lot of us that wouldn't because of the fear of the rejection and, and the backlash and everything like that, we are, we are a suppressed species um, be, because of exactly what you have actually gone through. So I am so proud of you and I honour you so much for just stepping out and being like, here it is, guys. This is it. Like, <laughs> hated it or love it. Yeah, here that's, it is. This, this is just how it gets to be. So, yeah, that's yeah. really, really cool really empowering yeah and like I mean I've, I can see the stats in the back end of my podcast and it's like three times it's been downloaded three times more than any of my other podcasts so it's clear that you know people want need to hear these things like it's it's been shared a lot more than anything else that I've put out has so you know affirming mm. I just got to yes. remember that when I'm being made to feel like I've done the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> Well, as Eleanor Roosevelt says, what is it? That uh, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'm going to write that down and stick it on my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so through through the inspiration that you gave me, 
it was because I saw myself in a place where I wasn't speaking out the things that I actually needed to talk about. I I was afraid of the rejection and the backlash and the, the unworthiness and seeing you take a huge step forward and, and the, and how it was shared and how you got and how you felt through it, like, you know, in the observation of the, the group chat that really inspired me to be like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like if Amy can talk about this and, and it, and it be exactly what it needs to be like why why am I holding back why so I just want to thank you for that you really showed me a part of myself that I needed to I needed to see and needed to acknowledge because mm. yeah I mean stepping back and hiding away in our own suffering is so much easier mm. yeah <laughs> let's be real <laughs> I often feel like like I didn't overthink I didn't overthink that like I didn't really think about the consequences too much before I, I put it out like I was worried about how he he might feel about it but everything else I kind of didn't and I just put it out and that that I mean that to me that's intuition isn't it that's doing something being intuitively led and just doing the thing without letting your brain take over isn't it mm. is that how you sort of how, what is your definition of your intuition Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> the host becomes the, <laughs> the subject. Yeah. Like, um, excuse me, this is my podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> Step back, bitch. <laughs> um, the definition of intuition for me is allow the allowance of anything other than what my mind is trying to convince me of. Hmm. So... It is, it is those impulses, it's those feelings, it's that then the lack of overthinking and just doing what needs to be, or what has been called of me before the mind kicks in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And do, doing that podcast was definitely that. And I feel like this year, it's been really amazing for me in social media slay to have met so many amazing people like yourself, who I would never have been exposed to before because like it's all so much more and I don't mean to minimize anything but woo than anything I have ever had anything to do with and I feel like that's really helped me reach these big decisions because I have just become so much more aware of trusting these things I think and being open to um, modalities and open to ways of um, thinking that I never never had been before like my decision to leave my husband was done literally like I did a breathwork session with Liana mm -hmm. and got out out of that like totally ended up in a mess like it was shocking but got up out of that and was like this is what I need to do it was just like that bang this d decision made yeah it's like all of these Things that I've been exposed to this year really helped me connect in more with my intuition, I think, which is mm -hmm. amazing. It's so awesome to have learnt so much in such a short space of time. But, yeah, I'd be, it's something that I had just been pushing down for so long. It, I didn't used to be like this. Like when I was younger, I mean, I just made the decision to move to Australia from New Zealand. Like, all right, let's just do it. Like, didn't overthink it, just... 
thought I'm sick of, sick of living in Auckland and I need somewhere to go and I know someone in Melbourne so I'm going to go there and just did it. Then that kind of just got worn out of me a little bit I think or, or, or quietened out of me with I think because I had this little voice in my head through that whole relationship where it was like get out get out get out get out and I was like shut up shut up shut up and with that <laughs> yeah it, it all went you know mm. so I'd been sort of trying to suppress my intuition for so long and then it kind of had this massive like fire lit under it this year and I started listening and started just doing the things and like what what that's meant for my business like my business is incredibly intuitively led I've just developed just made up a business and have not thought about anything that I've done (laughs) don't tell anyone (laughs) like I I'm doing it all on gut the whole thing um to seeing how how that's developed by just following my gut this year has Mm. it's testament to it you know please do tell us more about your business too because it is such an intriguing business (laughs) it's a made-up one (laughs) (laughs) which probably was what makes it intriguing I'm like that is so cool (laughs) so I went I began my business just um as an Instagram account to review non-alcoholic drinks as a I was sort of six months into my sobriety and feeling really feeling that non-alcoholic wine and and drinks were really helpful for me in in my sobriety and sort of just wanting to share that up to this point I'd had an Instagram account that I didn't even appear on like it was all photos of like it was all pretty photos but I was never in them so for me to then like build an account that was me centric and putting my opinions forward it was very challenging at the start but I kind of got on board with it and it got a lot of traction really quickly in the first kind of few months and then I was like oh well this kind of this is all coming together and people want to read these reviews so I just thought a website would be a good idea so I did a website and then it's just really kind of naturally progressed and snowballed to the the point where coming out of lockdowns last year I was like oh I should start doing things in person so I just started doing events and hosting tasting events like a like a typical wine tasting but for non-alcoholic drinks mm. and then I was like I should just do one of these every month so then I just did that and and then you know through doing that my network grew my um, relationships with brands and relationships within the industry grew I randomly got invited to, to London this year to go and, and be a judge in a big non-alcoholic drinks awards and I'm now consulting for hospitality and just doing all of these different things. I mean, the, all, all with the one goal. The one goal is connecting people with the best quality non-alcoholic drinks so that they have a great experience and keep drinking non-alcoholic drinks. But I couldn't, I, I mean, my, my business is still just me. My business is non-alcoholic drinks expert and there's no one else doing it in Australia it'll just continue to evolve and like I don't put any pressure on myself to have a business plan or a strategy it's kind of just like whatever's going to happen will happen and it will be what's meant to happen I'm going back to London again next year that's already booked in and um, I'll just keep going and see what see what comes of it and it's just 
I mean, I do have a goal. I want to be like the person who the Today Show rings when they need someone to come on and talk about non-alcoholic drinks. I want to be that, that seen as that go-to person in Australia. So it's just a bit profile building really and um, cementing my knowledge base and to keep continuing to expand my knowledge base, which is what I just keep doing. My I need to move my car out of my garage soon because it's so full of <laughs> so full of drinks that I um <laughs> that I have to review and drink and be across, which is a great problem to have. Yeah, mm. it's like not a bad life, not a bad life. No. <laughs> well, considering I started it because I thought maybe I might get a few free drinks, and now I'm like, Ugh, I'm running out of room. <laughs> now I've got too many free drinks. <laughs> yeah, I need to drink, start drinking them more, more often. The the thing that's been interesting to me is like I've been through a lot of stress, like so much stress in the past three years. But I was having, I was still with my husband. He was in and out of hospital. I've been solo parenting for a long, 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 long time. So I've been going through a lot and every so often I get a little voice in my head that's like, wouldn't it just be nice to have a night off, check your brain out and and, and have a drink? And I always just, I just know deep down, like right at my core that that's never, ever going to help me, that I've come so mm-hmm. far and done so many things because of because of deciding that alcohol had too much control over my life and that I've got rid of it and knowing knowing what has been achieved because of that just keeps me really solid in that and and the knowledge that the stress is still going to be there in the morning when I wake up keeps me mm-hmm. keeps me on the straight and narrow which is it's good to be able to see that and see the progress of of what's what's come to fruition because of listening to my inner voice like they, they say our our weaknesses or our vices are always going to be there it's just a matter of our own strength to move through them. yeah yeah and it does feel like that and that yeah. then that those little voices they just they get quieter and and you get stronger as you go along but you know you get things that pop up like new experiences like maybe going on a date that might be a little bit nerve-wracking and it's like oh maybe I need a drink to help me get through this but it's like no you don't you are capable of doing this and you will be fine (laughs) you will not die you will not die of nervousness (laughs) what was your catalytic point for your sobriety if you don't mind sharing if you don't want to share that's okay too um, open book that that moment that made you go that's enough did you have a a catalytic moment like that it wasn't really a that's enough moment it was more um it was actually kind of like the other seeing the other side so I was very fortunate to have a, a very random conversation with a mate from high school so still in New Zealand she reached out to me and said I'd love to have a chat about our friendship and our history I've stopped drinking and realized a few things about how I behaved in high school that might have wrecked our friendship or whatever and I'd, I'd like to just talk to you about it so I talked to her about it um, just very open conversation about her experience with her new sobriety and at this point like I was very sick of myself I'd been through drug and alcohol counseling a couple of times I'd been trying to moderate I 
I recognized that I'd lost control, but I was never in a position to be like, I need to stop drinking. I was never, I never saw that point. It was just, I was just so stuck in a, a cycle of writing myself off and feeling terrible about it. And it was that conversation with her for me to see the change that had occurred in her and for me to be able to hear from her what was possible without alcohol that really gave me an insight into the possibilities that that lay ahead if I did decide to stop drinking. Because I was always, I just lived in mortal fear of, I well, I always believed that alcohol was my personality. It had become such a big part of my personality. Like I was always the one, you know, drinking the most. I was always the one encouraging everyone else to drink. I was the, you know, the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if all of that disappeared, what was left? Would I be even able to socialize? Would I be able to hold a conversation? And how she she kind of put it super simply and she was like, you'll be able to do all the things that you do now and you're actually going to enjoy them more because you'll be present and you will remember them and you will have a whole new level of appreciation for everything. And like that was the moment, that was the total penny drop moment was her saying, you can have your cake and eat it too. You can still do all the things that you love and enjoy doing and you're actually going to enjoy them more. And her saying that was like, okay, I see, I see a way forward now. I, I believe you and that's what I'm going to, I'm going to do. And it, she was a hundred percent right. And it's, it's like taking your life before and like, it's like going from black and white to color. It's like stripping away all of the shit and then being left with this life at full volume at, at, without any of the the baggage well there's still of course there's still baggage but there's no um nothing weighing you down anymore and you your confidence grows so much and your self-belief and and all of those things and that's what she was telling me in that moment and that's yeah that's my always my message is that you're you're so much more capable of what you think you are and all the things that you think that alcohol is giving you, like like confidence and relaxation and the ability to, you know, walk into a room and be entertaining, it's 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 not giving you any of those things at all because you have that those innate abilities. They're they're you. It, what it's doing is actually taking them away from you because you think that it's the alcohol doing that and not yourself. So it wasn't like I had a rock bottom. Mo- I mean, I had a gazillion rock bottom moments. The amount of times that I ended up hurting myself and. I, so it wasn't one like I've got to stop. This is it. It's just that was that was it. Thank God for that conversation. Yeah, <laughs> angel, angel, absolute angel. Yeah, <laughs> and the amazed like she's she's incredible, and she's I mean she's sort of herself. I mean she's battled breast cancer since then. She's been through all kinds of shit, and I've been able to kind of help support her from a distance going mm-hmm. through that as much as I can you know like it's really solidified our friendship by distance Mm, I love that I love that through that too you got to renew that that friendship Mm. that it was it it was a blessing in so many ways so many ways (laughs) what seemed like such a random conversation was just meant you know another thing meant to be Mm. 
and life-changing. Look at you now. Oh, life-changing. And honestly, like, to, I can't, if that, if that hadn't happened and if I hadn't decided to stop drinking, we are, I can't even imagine what my life would look like now. Mm. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'd still be stuck in my job and I'd still be stuck in my marriage and I'd just be stuck. My other question was, um, where does dry but wet come from? What does it actually mean? I've, I've tried to figure that out and I'm like, it makes sense to me. But at the same time, I'm like, what, yeah. what is the, I want to say whakapapa, you know, um, behind it or the, the origins of? Well, I actually have to, my ex-husband is the one that came up with it annoyingly, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dry, so I'm dry, so it dries sober, but mm-hmm. I'm wet because I drink all the drinks. So it's pretty sh- literal. But also, you know, it's nice that there's that little bit of innuendo in it as well. (laughs) It's quite funny in England. They're like, do you know what the wet means? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, just making sure you know. I'm like, yes. It's a little bit saucy. (laughs) No, but it's All innuendos included. (laughs) I will take all the innuendos. But essentially just dry, sober, but still very thirsty. Thirsty. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All innuendos included. (laughs) Yeah, all of them. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And that that was my interpretation too. But I wanted to see if there was other, other things that, that come from dry but wet, just in case I had it a little bit wrong. No, you're on the money, girl. <laughs> it is the in the windows. No. <laughs> it's, it's all in the windows. windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, through hmm. going through what you've been through and being on this side of your experience and your journey, mm. how do you feel your intuition um, expresses itself to you now oh gosh that's a good question hitting you with the tough ones today yeah <laughs> it's funny because it's not so much a voice in my head like you kind of imagine your intuition to be it's just mm-hmm. like an it's just like a download almost like an idea just drops and my gut says yes mm. It's just like the thing just pops into it, pops in, and then I'm like, yeah, we're doing it to, you know, whatever end that may be. <laughs> it's just that gut reaction and it, but it's, it's not like, um, it's not like I'm sitting there waiting for things to, to download. It's just, they, it's just things will randomly drop in and it's like, All right, I'll do that like even just as simple as things ideas for Instagram like if something just drops in and I'm like oh right we're doing that but I've got just got to do it then and there and not have that overthinking thing I'm very I am luckily very good at not overthinking things if something drops and I know it's right I'll just do it can you give me a slice of the cake for the not overthinking (laughs) that would be great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know but because I see like I see I know that like that you struggle with it and I see people in our group struggle with it I'm like just do it just if it drops just do it 
Mm. Worry about it later. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, starting a, pod- starting a podcast. I just did it and I got like eight episodes in. I'm like, this is not a very good podcast. <laughs> so I left it and I let it sit for a while and then I just started a new one and just did like a lot simpler conversations, a lot um, – I stopped scripting it and I just did it more gut feel open conversations and it's like it's so much better and it feels right and people are enjoying it and people are listening to it so yeah just just do it as Nike says just do it um, we're not we are not sponsored by Nike just literally everyone knows we are not endorsed There is no, no money coming from Nike. Yet, yet. You're not endorsed yet. yet. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'd love to have a conversation with Nike on intuition. That would be interesting. It would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to share a couple of tips about mm. – actually basically I feel like if I went about intuition and and how you feel people should connect with that and you're going to just go hashtag just do it so (laughs) that's it that's that's all of it you just do the thing no but I think there's I think there's a part of it of like like clearing the noise I think I had a lot of noise before that was self-inflicted noise that was imposed by others noise and once that noise went then that meant that mm-hmm. I was able to ha- receive these downloads and do just do the thing. And that, that, that clarity piece is a massive part of what I talk about with, with being alcohol free is having the clarity. And, and I noticed this because with, with like with the creative process, I think especially that I've felt with this year with, with Instagram, when I've been in times of high stress, like when there's extra stuff going on and there is that noise, I shut down. Like I cannot, I don't get the downloads. Nothing's happening. I cannot create to save my life. And I just have to let, let it go for that period of time and just main, you know, maintain my mental health. But it, it, it's quite interesting to, to see that. And, and then also in that witness, the other side of that, like, for example, when my ex-husband finally went into hospital when I needed had needed him to go away and do something about himself for a long time. I just went like from being this tense ball of stress who wasn't able to do anything to just being like, ah! like everything just opened up and creativity was just flowing and it was all happening and it was because I wasn't focused on the stress and the the hard parts anymore and I could just be be open open I guess being open to 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 receiving Mm. or to to having the inspiration so I think if you can and I know you can't control it I mean you can't control the stresses in your life but if you can work on yourself and work on ways of being able to manage that manage your brain and your stress then you are going to be able to help yourself in that in that way. Like today, like I'm in a bit of a, should we say funk? Because <laughs> I'm dealing with a bit of fallout here at home and it's giving me anxiety and I haven't had any anxiety for two months or more. So it's, I'm f- really feeling it. But, you know, like 
at lunchtime, I went and lay down and I did a meditation and did some grounding and, and just got out of my head because I could feel my head was just like, and I wasn't able to do anything. I wasn't able to focus on anything and all of that. And just being able to take that time and get out of my head was really, really helpful. So it's just being open to being present and knowing when you need to be able to do that, I think really does help your intuition a great deal. Absolutely. You go, I did have an answer other than just do it. <laughs> and that was a perfect answer. Absolute perfect answer. I, I feel like we as humanity, when I say we, um, overcomplicate the mind and the processes and it's like turning down the noise and just doing the thing can be pretty simple but Mm. it's like we're addicted to making things hard yeah we're addicted so true yeah Yeah. like we're addicted to the habit of the struggle Mm. so as you and the drama yeah yeah the drama Mm. and the chaos as you were speaking that's what I was being shown because I mean (laughs) speaking to preaching to the choir right here to myself but it's like I was showing like this is how simple it really gets to be, but we we choose whether consciously or unconsciously to subscribe to the noise, to subscribe mm. to the fear, to the procrastination, to the yeah the struggle and the drama that comes that is an option in life. You know, we we did, weren't born into the drama, we didn't choose it from birth. Like it is something that we, well, you know, it's not a natural instinct from birth. It is actually something that we subscribe to as we move along. So it's like, well, you know what? There is an unsubscribe button. You're just choosing to not push it. <laughs> and that that can be that can be difficult. It can be really difficult. It's not like it's yeah. It's not our natural mo, really, is it? Like it, we it, we do want to be drawn into it and caught up in it. But mm-hmm. if you can be aware of when you're doing that and and step back just take that first step back I think that's a step in the right direction anyway Mm, absolutely so before we wrap up I would I would love for you to share what it is you're up to now and in the future and where we can find you moving forward what I'm up to now what am I not up to now um (laughs) no I'm trying to wind down I'm winding down I've had a year of traveling and selling tickets which is really hard (laughs) so I've got my last uh, in-person event coming up in Melbourne very soon and I'm Mm. working on that and then after that I'm working on a um an online tasting concept so that's kind of my next little project so that will be something that people can can buy and be sent product and and then we do an online version of what I have been doing in person so that's great and I'm also working on getting better options in hospitality so that's another big blow burn is getting more than soft drink at the pub yes that would be great because yeah. <laughs> yes we are we are not children no. <laughs> you don't yeah. want wine but not the effects of wine <laughs> yeah yeah 
And, you know, like, and I'm still like, as, as well as doing all these big projects every week, I'm doing reviews. I've actually got a really cool box of products from New Zealand that a New, a New Zealand company sent me. So I'm going to do New Zealand specific lot of reviews in the next couple of weeks. So I'm doing them, always adding them to my website, um, which is drybitwet.com.au. And you can also find me on Instagram at dry underscore but underscore wet. Yeah. That's really me in a nutshell. Amazing. Oh, I really... I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shell has a nut like this? <laughs> <laughs> I really, really enjoyed our conversation today. It has been a really fun time. I do want to just quickly speak into the fact that you have created this business purely on intuition mm. alone and through your own kind of blueprint and I want to honor you in that and also uh, acknowledge the inspiration that I feel from that I have been myself asking asking spirit for examples of what an intuitive business really looks like and how the strategies or the, the how-tos can actually just be from the intuitive side of things because me being me I get caught up in everybody else's like strategy this and strategy that and like learn how to do this and blah blah blah, blah. and so I want to thank you for sharing because I didn't I didn't know that you were intuitively led in your business and I'm so so grateful to have met someone and spoken with someone that has exactly what I want to achieve in my own so but thank you for sharing that thank you for bringing that here and and everything that you've brought to this podcast and before we go as well what is the name of your podcast so people can go and listen to uh, what's going on in well share exactly what we've talked about today yeah it's called knock off drinks with a difference pun intended (laughs) and I sometimes it's just me and sometimes I chat with other people about their alcohol-free experiences and and yeah, it's just very yeah, lovely chats. Knock off drinks with a difference. Knock off drinks. Amazing. I love that. So, so, yeah, thank you so much for being here, like I said. Well, Amanda, I also want to thank you because you have been a big part of my learnings and my trans- transformation this year as well. You, Your work with Spirit and your work with me has just been another brick in the making the path of whatever's happened to me this year so I really have valued that an awful lot so thank you too thank you so much and you're welcome I'm receiving that with so much gratitude I really appreciate that thank you I'm I'm I am glad that I got to be a part of your journey as well and that's a wrap guys for another episode of an intuitive journey podcast if you'd like to link in with amy please check the show notes where you'll find her website and her podcast links and then you can have a look at some yummy yummy amazing non-alcoholic beverages for your christmas but for now remember the intuitive in me honors the intuitive in you and we all have wisdom to share see you next time You've been listening to an Intuitive Journey podcast with Amanda Loren. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.